Here's Johnny. <laughs> You're so good. Give me a bump on that. I was I trying to. Jesse was much better. How than... about how about Arsenio? Oh, I like the here's Jesse. Okay, forget about. It. How about conversations powered by Just Talk and Lisa? Listen, that's better. I am Jesse Farrell, and you are Lisa Bybee. What do you do for the comp? The comp. The comp. Comp. As in company. Short. <laughs> what do you do? VP of Sales and Marketing, success coach, and podcaster, and a few other things, but and that's you, enough to talk about for right now. And you are really good at it, too, and you know this. And what about you? What do you do? I do professional speaking. I do life coaching, success coaching, authored a book or two, and doing the podcast with you. Okay. I call myself a podcaster. Am right I working on, it? Right Am I working it? Yeah, you are. Let's don't talk Get long, because we got great guests in the house. Yes, we yes, do. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to introduce that guest, and then we're going to introduce some special in- information about some cool things that just recently happened, right? Yes. How about you introduce that special guest? Well, today was a very, very exciting day. The start to the day was that you were one of the keynote speakers for the Women Inspiring Women put on by the MGM Resorts Foundation. And they were unbelievable. And you know what? Several women came up crying, came up saying that you touched their lives in ways they've never been touched before. Well, it was actually an incredible experience. It was a half hour power, and I got to tell you, it flew off like about two minutes. And I want to show you, I want to show you this quick little poster as well. Check this out. Check this out. This was actually, look at this. This Natalie Gilbus was outstanding. She She's a professional golfer. A major rock She's star. a champion. She's won some a number of championships on the golf course. On and off the golf course, she's actually a champion, right? And look at how gorgeous she is sitting up there making me look good. But the way she hopped on that stage in yep. that very short dress and those like eight-inch oh, heels, oh, I will never forget something. her for that. I'll not, tell you that. You know what, Lise? Not only did she hop on the <laughs> – she, she hopped up on a four-foot – she jumped up on a four-foot stage with, with at least 12-inch – pumps on and platforms and then she helped me up the stage those those weren't platforms you wear platforms those were spiked like dancer shoes are you saying the brother's dating himself i'm feeling Kinda. like okay fair yeah, enough i'm just calling you no it was unbelievable it was a, it was a great it was a great program women inspiring women meant a lot to me because i was actually inspired by a number of great women my grandmother my grandmothers i should say my two favorite aunts helen Harrison, and then Aletha Benjamin, and of course my grandmother is Della Huddleston. And Renee West. Renee West, and then Jetty B. Smith is also someone. And Judy Berry. Judy Berry was, yes, she absolutely, don't forget Judy, because Judy was bad to the bone, too. All right, well, you know what? Enough about that. Okay, fair enough. We're going to bring on our first very special guest. Bring him on. Mr. Frank Friedlander with Tough Skin. Please share with us and the audience just what tough skin is frank do tell frank what is tough skin well thank you lisa and jesse and first let me say it's a pleasure to be here it's a pleasure having it's you. a pleasure to have welcome i like good looking men on my show well there you go <laughs> <laughs> i should say our show exactly yeah. you know you're kind of sexy is tough skin about uh, anything about being sexy? Uh, let's I mean, tough skin is kind of sexy. No, tough skin is kind of sexy. Tough skin is a product that uh, protects marble. Okay. So since the beginning of time, men and women have loved to make <laughs> countertops yes. out of marble. Yeah. And it is always etched and stained. In fact, Caesar complained about it back in his day. Wow. And, somehow, and now Caesar's Palace is complaining about it. But but Caesar's Palace <laughs> found a solution. They found you. That's tough right. Skin and, and they love to spec our product, and, and so do some other places. But basically, we take a beautiful stone top that can be easily etched and turn it into a practical stone wow. top 
with a uh, tough skin laminate coating that we uh, invented, manufactured, wow. sell, and wow. install. Impressive. So they, so you don't lose the beauty and the luster of it all, but you get the protection. Like we would, I wouldn't know it was covered with anything. I would just think it's a nice piece of marble that seems to be unblemished, right? Exactly. Is that the point of it all? It actually adds a little more to it, a little more depth, a little more character to the stone. Maybe, would you call maybe, that a little something-something? Maybe we need our stone tough skinned. <laughs> what do you think? I can't, we, yes, tell them. Get it hooked up. Can you get us a discount? Can the brother hook us up? We can work on it, absolutely. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I know you have to make a profit in that business, but I'm going to need a minority discount. I'm just asking. Right up, straight up. Is that because Lisa's a woman? Oh. <laughs> Blow that up, Frankie. Do something, Frank. Love Frank's it, good. love it. That's a reach. Very good. I, well, or would that be double minority? Hang on now. I like <laughs> you guys. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Sure. Do you do this business alone? Or are you accompanied by a absolutely gorgeous, stunning, intelligent, talented, and deep speaking woman? Wow. In your business. Well, actually, that is all true. That but would be. There's more to it than that. And but does she have a name? You're does also a minority owned business. My lovely wife, Lelia, yes. of 30 years, yes. is my partner and my boss. <laughs> and our son, Jake Friedlander, yes. is also our main installer. Yes, and you and, got Katie on the way. And Katie, she's, yeah. we're, we're getting her in. I'm fair enough. Just wanted to let and, you know the uh, brother knows. And we also have a, a wonderful, lifelong friend, uh, Linda Evans, that has recently come on nice. board. So we've really got a, a great team that we're surrounding ourselves with to, to build our company and uh, going nationwide. Do you think if we talk Scott, our director, into a quick flash of the audience that they could see the beautiful Lilia and Linda and our next guest coming up as well, Deborah. Oh, you're really testing his skills. You need, no. You need to... No, so, well, you know what? Let's just say that... It was that a great idea. It was a great idea, but you know what? I should have... It was my fault. I should have phoned into the director. Hello? Jeez, you're really putting the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's shooting up. I think he's shooting me. <laughs> I think, Scott, you're shooting me. Thank you, sir. Okay, great recovery. Thank you. Uh, Scott's saying, this is your last podcast. Okay, no, so so that's a great, it's a great company. You can do great things, and you're, you know some wonderful things. Not just in Vegas. You do things domestically and international as well, or domestically only? Uh, we've had some great uh, installations in Australia. Wow. In uh, Abu Dhabi. Okay. Uh, we have a, a great dealer in Canada that takes care of all of Canada. Wow. And a new dealer taking care of uh, Guadalajara uh, and uh, some different areas in Mexico. Very cool. Well, we brought you on the show, uh, number one, so that we can feature what you do and you and Lilia do well in terms of how you serve others. Now we want to talk about what the topic of the show is. Lisa will bring us into that, and then we'll go from there. Perfect. Well, we just recently had an event that you attended, and it was the power of asking. And we wanted to hear from a male's perspective what your biggest takeaway was from that event this week. Okay. Um, because you don't have any problem asking anyway, but a lot of us do. But I would consider myself a professional asker. You're good at it. Absolutely. When did you did you start getting good at it as a child, or did you have to mature into it? Uh, well, I remember times in the supermarket line when there was uh, some candy next to the cashier, and sometimes I'd say, Mom, I'd like some candy, and she would say no. And so I would ask again, and she would say no. I'd say, please, Mom. She'd say no. I'd say, come on, it's just a little piece of candy. And sure enough, like most kids, sooner or later, I walked out with a piece of candy. Fair enough. So you say you started early, and then, then you did not stop that campaign. You kept going. I think that over time, I've been able to ask more intelligently and maybe a little nicer so that when I ask, 
I'm, as you would say, leaving people feeling good. Okay. But uh, yes, I ask every single day. Well, before we talk about takeaways, then let's say this. Let's talk about, because you you are really good at it. So you quite frank, no, seriously, you really are. Quite like, frankly, no, quite, pun, pun, no pun intended. intended frankly. <laughs> um, but, but a lot of people are not. So let's talk about, let's you and I have a roundtable with Lise, and we'll talk about what most people fear about asking, and then we'll get to a takeaway for you. So let's you start out. What question do you have for Frank about why most people are fearful of asking for what they want and need? Well, um, so that was my question. You just asked it. Okay, so so go you, ahead. Why do you roll th- with it? I think people. I think the reason why people are afraid to ask for what they want and need is because oftentimes they fear embarrassment. They feel like they don't want to bother someone. They feel that it's an imposition or there's some pride issue going on that they shouldn't have to ask for help in any way. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I, I believe actually, quite frankly, I believe that men are worse at it than women. Do you two believe the same thing? Or do you think, it's, uh, do you think I'm making I a blanket statement I, that I need I, some correction I think correction women on? are just as guilty of asking. Okay. I really do. I don't Why think do you think women are thing. harder, are more afraid to ask? Uh, fear of rejection. Okay. Uh, fear of not being accepted. Uh, so I'd rather not ask because I'd rather not be rejected. You agree with that, Frank? I think it's a human condition. Okay. And equally shared by men and women. Yeah. And I believe that if you broke it down to the lowest common denominator, it's fear and the fear of rejection. Yeah. And and people want to be liked. And I don't want to ask you for something that you might have to say no for. But unfortunately, that's not a good uh, plan for no, it's getting a horrible what plan. you want out of life. Or for what you want for others either. Exactly. Because if you don't ask, you don't receive. Yes. Exactly. And and typically when you ask, people want to give. People do want to, that, right? to give. That is absolutely true. It's It's giving people an opportunity to do something for you that... You don't realize what a blessing it is for them to do something for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. See, well and said, people Frank. love to give and receive. Absolutely. Well, and a I, lot of people don't receive well either. I, I used to be one of those folks. In fact, just recently, would you believe it was just January 15th of this year that I decided to start asking? And before, I was horrible at asking. I hated asking for all kinds of reasons. It was very, very uncomfortable for me both to receive and to ask. I didn't even like asking for a simple physical back scratch just because I didn't want to put someone on because they're reading a book or watching TV or whatever. And the one thing that turned it around for me was Shonda Rhimes in her book. She wrote a book called The Year of Yes because she had a, her heart problem was saying no all the time. To, she didn't go out. She didn't go out with friends. She didn't go out with her brothers and with her, with her siblings, I should say. She was saying no to everything. And her sister said, you always say no to everything under her breath and it hurt her feelings. So she wrote a book called The Year of Yes. And so she said, I'm going to say yes to everything this year. When I read the book, I go, what's my problem? What do I have a big problem? Where do I need help? Well, it's asking. I said, I'm going to start asking this year. So I created a ask campaign to write down five asks per day. Which is every single day. many more than five at this point. Yeah. And an an example of an ask would be, uh, could I get an assist picking up the dry cleaning? Uh, I'd like to ask you for a piece of business. Can I see that you could use some help on the coaching side, or I could see that your company could use some speaking products, and we have speaking products. Would you be willing to allow me to talk to you about how we can help you? Just, I don't know how Simple, we ever basic. run a business without ever asking for what we want and need. That actually serves people. And if it wasn't for the book Shonda Rhimes, The Year of Yes, because 
For us, this is the year of asking. So when you hear that, what, what do you think about someone that has built a business for 15 years and never asked? I would say if you've just started, your business is about to bloom. Uh, can you say that my hair is on fire? Can you see it? I think it's already gone, my man. <laughs> well, and one other point to that, because I put the math to the paper, that if you would have started asking at age 18, mm-hmm. at the what, was the dollar, what was the dollar amount based on that smaller dollar amount at the first week, let the, alone the last three weeks. For the first, for the month of Feb, for the month of January, which started half, half halfway through, it would have been four thousand three hundred. I'll say three thirty-two. If you multiply that from age eighteen to age fifty-five, it would have been one hundred thirty-five million. If I had asked with the same veracity, like you did as a kid, I should have met you when we were kids. I think it would have been exponentially even bigger than that. No, I want to be like you, though, Frank. Can you, are you okay with that? We can talk about it. Can you teach me how to ask? Yeah. Yeah. Just ask me. <laughs> okay. And we, I will. we have the infamous Danny who has the show before us. Do it. And she says, if you don't ask, you can be sure that the answer is no. Oh, she's so right about that. <laughs> Danny's so smart. Not, oh, listen, she, he, she brings out the heavens. Not only, <laughs> not only does Danny know that point so well, Danny is spectacular at what she does. She's a specialist in. eBay, eBay, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does some wonderful things. So she knows how to ask. She is the most brilliant, smartest person I've ever seen that runs a business, an eBay, an eBay, eBay business. She does. Yeah. She's got the passport to success with that. You know what that looks like? Huh? Bam. Here it is. Passport to success. That's Danny. She's good. Cha-ching. So Frank, tell us more about, so when you were at the event, was there a takeaway from what you, even if you didn't have a takeaway, did you experience something in the Power of Asking event that you were either moved by, marveled by, amused by, anything at all when you were in that event? Yeah. And I I thought about the Power of Asking as well in Mm -hmm. my own life. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, uh, that you, you have to ask. And, and that's really the main thing is just ask. Yes. When when you mature in that, you have to ask intelligently. Exactly. You need to find out the and right person. It's all person about to timing. Ask. Yes. And timing. timing. It is all about timing. In fact, speaking of timing, we're going to make a switch because we're going to bring De- uh, Deborah on as well. So you make your final point, and we're going to go to a commercial break, and that's going to give us an opportunity to bring Deborah on. But we really wanted you on the program, not well, all, one for Tough Skin. Because we think it's a wonderful product that people should know about because it, it brings magic and joy in people's lives. But we really want your opinion because on... Because he's a master asker. He is a master asker. <laughs> Don't take that the wrong way, Frank. <laughs> okay. It's all good. So you close your point on... What, what's the final point that you can make before we make the switch about what you walked away with or saw others walk away with from The Power of Asking Lunch and Learn on March 1st that we just did? Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a great event, by the way, and I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was great to have my son there too to experience what Jake you do. Jake was cool. Jake yeah. was cool. cool. He's always cool. Yep. Um, but uh, I guess um, in business, once you find a prospect that you know can use your service, mm-hmm. a great question is, "How may I be of service?" Mm, and, I like and that. That gets people thinking, and it's just a great question. It's a question that I use every single day. How can I help? How can I be of service? So what are you, a tough skin expert, a wonderful orator with the voice, and a life coach too? Sure. You got the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on the program, Frank. You're unbelievable. Hey, you We're going to take a break right now, but you're awesome. You and your bride, Lilia, are awesome. 
Jake is awesome, and Katie's awesome. You got an awesome family. I got to agree with you there, Jesse. And, and thanks again for having me on. <laughs> thanks I really for coming today, Right on. All right. All right. Bye bye now. This episode brought to you by the Vegas Video Co op. Because your online presence is often your only chance to begin a meaningful sales conversation, please take a moment and visit VegasVideoCoop.com. Highlight your business, start a talk show, or unleash your genius for a low monthly fee. Use promo code LILV for a special discount to our viewers and listeners. That's VegasVideoCoop.com. Are we back? Are we on the air again? You know what? Uh, what, do you, what do you think about that, Frank? Was he like one of those cool, intelligent, smooth-moving guys you know what? that knows how to roll? He truly is, and because he is the master asker. He is a master asker. We learned quite a few things from him that we can take into our own power of asking You think game. he'll let us do a sleepover? Ooh. I'm just checking. Let's ask him. <laughs> <laughs> let's welcome our next guest, please. Let's do that. Deborah, welcome. She's with Girlfriends Creating Wealth, and tell us a little bit about... How Girlfriends Creating Wealth Helps Others. Yes. How does that work? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, I, it's, an, it's an absolute honor. Girlfriends Creating Wealth is a business, developed, business development strategy firm. Uh, our basis, our passion is working with women. However, we work with anyone. And it's helping them to develop and to build businesses. Nice. So those that are already in business, we help them to catapult their business to the next level. Those that are aspiring, we help them to create the plan, the foundation to build something that's sustainable, not something that's just for right now. It's perfect having you on this show and having you talk about your business because it, it dovetails perfectly, number one, into women, inspiring women, which we did with MGM Foundation. MGM uh, International Foundation, I should say. And that was really wonderful. And now you're on the program talking about both that and also we're going to talk about the power of asking. You were also at the power of asking. What insights did you gain from being in that? Let me back up. Don't answer that question. Let's go backwards. You were the founder of the power of asking. Because Lisa and I were in a full-day seminar with Les Brown, mm -hmm. and we were sharing with you the Ask Now campaign that we created to turn on my asking ability, which was horrible before that, and now it's I'm, I'm going to get good at it. And you said, people need to see this. You guys need to do an event on it. And we created the event right there in that other event. So Absolutely. Yes. Well, when, when you shared it with me, the first thing I asked is, do you have anything? Are you tracking? And then you whipped out your little <laughs> handy dandy computer. It was just <laughs> a simple spreadsheet. spreadsheet. So happened to be there. A simple spreadsheet. <laughs> you were able to show me specifically right. what it was doing for your life. So when you take that, it's not just conversation. It's not just a mouthpiece anymore. Right. You were able to specifically show me the power of it. So when you're able to show someone the power of it, it needs to be shared. There's a Chinese proverb. It says, if you have something good, you have a moral obligation to share it like with the world. Mm -hmm. I like and that. this was something like that, that people needed to know. Only because it got inside of you yes. when that happened. In fact, so this, this simple spreadsheet, what it did was it shared, uh, it came with a rule. It's called the 30-12 rule. 30 days per month, 12 months per year. This is the year of asking. Lisa's already good at asking, but I'm, yes. I, I'm the one that needed to improve them, but it's the year of asking. And so I have to ask five asks per day. He had a great role model in front of him. Fair it enough, only but took him 10 years to get it. That's okay. He was blind. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I got it. Whatever. So 30, 30 days, okay, and and 12 months. And and so then I showed the first column is how many, is it one ask or two asks? And then who am I asking? And the next column, why am I asking that? 
the next column, what is their answer? And what is the value of that ask? And what are the results? And I can tell you right now at tracking from mid-January all of February and where we stand in March here on the third here, it's about a 90% yes ratio. But what, Jess, was it that motivated you to even do the ask? Well, it yes. was Shonda Rhimes, really, in the book that I mentioned earlier. I thought it was the I-R-S. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that on this program. <laughs> it was a tax bill that was so large that I don't want to say with a lot of zeros that, that we owed, and it was like, where is it going to come from? She's right. That was the number one motivator, as well as what I'd learned from Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. It was having a big tax consequence that I couldn't pay. And that, that, that's really powerful because so many people are in those positions. And if they actually took their mess and turned it into their message and they actually, Ooh. they learned how to take those things that are, mm -hmm. that are hindering them, that are, that's holding them down. Whereas most individuals, if they weren't, you know, the power team that the two of you are, they would have actually went into a corner and cried and woe is me and everything else. That's but where instead, a lot of people go. You took that and you turned it around. But I cried in, I cried in the hallway going down in the, to the, the <laughs> office to, to figure it out. But my baby brother, Tony Farrell, helped. Uh, he, he gave me a loan that I never borrowed money from my family members at all. My sister, Sheree Hunter, gave me a loan. My sister Pam Farrell and her daughter, Jante White, they gave me a loan. So I started asking. I have a dear friend. I asked him for a couple thousand dollars. He gave me $3,000 loan. I go, wait a minute. This asking is getting pretty good. So I, then I began to ask my clients. I began to ask prospects. And that this thing started growing exponentially. And we don't want to talk about the numbers here. We want to get into more about Deborah. But to Lisa's point, the catalyst was having this crisis moment and no solution yeah. for it. And so I had to look inside of me. What was broken in me that was helped creating this? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's a, that's truly powerful. And like I said, with most people, they would have just kind of given up. Why do you think most people don't ask? We asked Frank, but why do you think? I think most people don't ask primarily because of fear. They fear that yep, rejection. I agree. Our society fails to train individuals and to teach us that failure is a part of the success journey. Therefore, when, whenever we fail, we think something is wrong. We I think some, that we've done something wrong. There's something wrong with us when instead there's something right with us. Absolutely. The more failures well you have, the more opportunities for success. The fewer failures, then the fewer opportunities. So you need to fail your way to success. Fail your way fail to the forward. top. Fail, fail forward. Fail forward, like John Maxwell says. Absolutely. Right to the top. If you need a second gig, we need a new life coach. You could be it. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> how can people, I'm going to ask both ladies, how can people shift their lives by becoming a major asker like a Frank Friedlander? How by can doing, people shift their it. lives forward? Just do it. You think? But, you, I get you, it. You know. I get it. But what are the results of them being able to... What can happen in their lives by them becoming a great asker versus being too embarrassed or afraid to ask? Transformation. Yep. What period. else? It's, it's the transformation. I know for me, most people don't realize this. I'm an extreme introvert. Extreme introvert. So for me, I've had to work on the ask. I've had to work to talk to people and to deal with them unless you approach me. The power of that ask has been the ability Huge. to build Girlfriends Creating Wealth has nice. been the ability mm -hmm. to build million-dollar brands, not just for myself, but for clients. It's been the ability to to, to really just change my life completely. You it's know, just that ask. You're really, you're actually, you sound like you're getting really good at it. You remind me of Danny. You too have a, bam, passport to success. <laughs> do you, did you, do you remember that, that. You remember that In Living Color, Funky Finger Productions? 
Oh, you yes. yes. Bam. He would do that like yes, that. Yes, I do. Sorry, I'm, I lose it every now and then. But no, no, that's actually, that's really, really profound coming from someone that calls himself an introvert. That's a major leap for you to get in front of others and ask when you're introverted. Yes. You have some thoughts on that too, Liz? Well, as a business owner, this is from Danny, who has made some... It's for Ruth. Let's it's from it. Ruth. Yes. Oh, wow. I Don't I, worry. I, I need to wear glasses. Take these Oshkolos. No, no, no. I you'll definitely go dizzy. Won't be able you'll to see go dizzy. Them. Never mind. Strike that. Okay. Let's move on to the next question. Drama- how, how can you dramatically increase your income by asking? Um, I, I think you can increase your income by asking uh, simply because there's so many missed opportunities well said. when we don't ask. Okay, well said. You, you capture those missed opportunities. Yes, you do, but what, something has to happen before that, Deborah. And in the, the Ask Now campaign that we design, above the line is, is the goal of what you're looking for, mm-hmm. whether it's to pay the IRS or to pay off your credit card debts, whatever it is, but, and, and create a red line. We have this in the program. Is, is the red line is possibilities. Yes. And in possibilities, that's your space that you create into. You create what's possible in that space, who to ask, how to ask, what to ask for, how to be persistent. And you have that in the bottom. And whenever you get a win, you take the number from possibilities and you plug it inside of in the bank. Mm-hmm. What ends up happening is when people start buying into this, where they're buying your goods, your services, you're getting the loans that you need, whatever, whatever the personal loans are not, this thing gets infectious. And it grows. So you're right. Possibilities come from that, but you have to create it. And it also yeah. gives you energy. When you start seeing the power of this machine you do. building, you're you like, do. wow, wow. You move from a, You do. You're moved from a level of living the life at, at the scarcity level yes. to stepping into the abundance level. Because mm-hmm. there's enough out there, but you have to change your belief system. You absolutely have to. You agree? And that's the foundation of it is the belief system and taking something and practicing it. And the 30 days is really significant just because, as both of you already know, it takes 21 days to create a new habit. Right. So after that first 21 days, right. things get easier. Then you go into that second 21 days. So there's power in each of those 30-day periods that you're looking at. So by month three and by month four, you might be like Lisa. Over I'm here. doing thirty. <laughs> I'm doing thirty days times eleven and a half. I want you to see me at Christmas time and see how I'm feeling about myself. Could I you? look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little too much energy here. No, this is really good. What did you? What was your takeaway from being at that the Power of Ask event on March first? Because you were there with I Frank had a couple as well. of yes. I had a couple of takeaways. Um, the first takeaway that I had was when I sat with you. The only thing that I equated this to was to business. And in going through the program and seeing how you guys were utilizing it, I got to see how it would be beneficial in all parts of my life, mm-hmm. in all parts of, we had a room full of primarily business owners and high yes. level executives, yes. but this Magical program, role. exactly. This program is not just for those individuals. No. It's for everyone. Yeah. It's for the man that wants to ask for the date. Yes. It's for the kid that needs to ask for the game. Yes. It's, it's for whatever you're wanting the day off, whatever you're wanting in the your raise. life. The raise. The raise. Oh, whatever you're wanting one. and needing. Asking is a universal concept. And it's not just about business. It's about everything in your life. And that was one of the biggest takeaways that I found when you started to tell the people that you were asking. 
and the power that they had. I was so excited things that about we don't, that. That we, ever, that we never think about. I was the worst asker in the universe, in my opinion, from what I've ever seen, for all kind of goofy reasons that didn't make any sense. And you know, I want to thank uh, Lisa Chaika, who is a partner of ours that we work with, and she allowed us to use was Evergreen, Evergreen Loans. Yeah, it was for to, to facilitate that. It was brilliant. She's she's a brilliant, powerhouse. intelligent powerhouse herself. And so it's people like the Lisa Chaikas of the world that allow that. She helped facilitate that too. So, and also we have someone coming up next on our next program. Do you want to announce that, Lisa? Or do you want me to do that? Uh, coming up next week, we have Lori Fanning McNamara, and we will be discussing coping with grief and loss of a loved one. And this lady, I've been following her on Facebook for the last two years, her with her husband when they had a great life, and then when he passed, and the life, every every day. That Don't she, tell too much. Don't she, tell too much. She gets online, and the things that she shares she just has warmed and touched my life, and I can't wait for her to share some of that with us next week. Very, very cool. Well, that's cool. How can people reach you if they want to contact you about your organization, your okay. company? They can contact me. Tell us um, that camera, would you? Okay. They can contact me at girlfriendscreatingwealth.com. That's girlfriends, plural, because you got to have friends. So girlfriendscreatingwealth.com and also on Facebook at Girlfriends Creating Wealth. Very, very cool. So as we close the program, we've got about a minute left on the program. Did you have a takeaway that you want to share or any other, even if it isn't a takeaway, just an observation of the power My of My takeaway is I am just so glad that you are the master asker as Frank Friedlander is now. Well, I can tell you what, uh, I love the power of asking. I lo- I, I, the lesson was hard uh, in common. It was a painful lesson to learn, but I was happy to be able to share the results of it so I could help so many others. But I'd also do a shout, I'd like to do a shout out to Phyllis James and also Don Christensen from MGM. Uh, those folks are incredible over there and they allowed me to be a part of women inspiring women and they typically don't have men speakers they have typically female speakers and we had an incredible uh, offering for them and that's uh, what you call diversity yes diversity <laughs> and they were into it the audience was into it and we want to bless them because they left us feeling how it's all about how you leave them feeling Jess it left us feeling great thank you thanks for being on the program